Hello everyone, welcome to the Inky Expressions podcast. I'm your host, Annabelle. How are you? It's been such a pleasure for me to share books with you since last October. Today, I'd like to share another book I recently read and enjoyed. The book is called A Raisin in the Sun, Ooh, which was written by Lorraine Hansberry and first published in 1959. Also, guess who's here with us again? Yeah, it's my mom, Eve. Hey Annabelle, thank you for having me here again. It's been my honor to be your guest since the first episode. I am not a native English speaker. I really feel grateful for having these opportunities to read with you and to talk about books. So, I'd like to hear more about A Raisin in the Sun. Sure, Mom. This book was so interesting for me to read because it's written in the play format. I feel like there's a movie playing in my mind while I'm reading through the play. It's a play? So you got to read dialogue from different characters and witness the set changings and everything? It's definitely a new experience for you to read this kind of book. What is this play about? This play takes place in a tiny apartment in the south side of Chicago during the 1950s. Oops, I almost forgot. As always, the spoiler alert. Beep, beep. Actually, this place reminds me of watching Michelle Obama's documentary, Becoming. The first thing she said was, I was born in the south side of Chicago. And she discussed witnessing a painful chapter in Chicago's history. You said that A Raisin in the Sun took place in the 1950s, so it took place even before Michelle Obama was born. I can imagine there are lots of things going on. Yes, the play centers around the younger family, who are struggling every day to make ends meet. There are actually three generations living together in the small apartment. Mama is the matriarch here. Her son, Walter Lee, dreams of opening a liqueur store one day, and her daughter, Benita, is ambitious of becoming a doctor. Walter's wife, Ruth, and their son named Travis. I see. It looks like although they are struggling every day and trying to put the food on the table, both Mama's son and daughter still have their dreams. Sometimes it's very hard to keep following your dream when reality is harsh on you. Oh, by the way, you only mentioned Mama in the play. Where's the father? That's actually a very good question. The play happened because the father passed away. Then a $10,000 insurance check arrived after that. Wow, if a $10,000 check arrived in the 1950s that was delivered to a struggling family can be a huge thing. That's so true. Now, everybody in the family has different ideas about how to use this insurance check. The son, Walter, sees it as a way to fulfill his dream to open a liqueur store and provide a better life for his family, while Benita wants to use the money to further her medical education. Mama, however, wants to buy a house for the family to live in, as their cramped apartment has become a source of tension and frustration. I get that. Mama is sick and tired of all of them living in that tiny apartment and arguing with each other nonstop. On the other hand, I do understand why Walter and Benita have different ideas about money, because they have their own dreams that they want to pursue. Yes, as we can imagine, there's much more tension in the house because of the arrival of the check. They kind of clash over how to spend the money. I bet. You also mentioned that the play takes place in the 1950s, which is 70 years before now. Around that time, people also faced many larger issues in their lives, such as race, gender, inequality, and a class American society. I learned that from historic figures like Martin Luther King Jr. and Rosa Parks. 
Things were very different by then. I think that Lorraine Hansberry wrote this play in response to lots of social political issues facing African Americans during the 1950s, such as poverty, discrimination, and the fight for equality and civil rights. I'm glad that you discovered the main reason for Lorraine to write this powerful play during that time. I did some research on Lorraine Hansberry before coming to the podcast today. A fun fact is that Lorraine was inspired by her own experiences growing up in a black family on the south side of Chicago. Her family was one of the first black families to move into a white neighborhood, and they faced intense discrimination and harassment from their white neighbors. Yeah, that's true. The good thing is Lorraine turned these painful experiences into inspiration. She wrote many books, which made her one of the most important voices of the civil rights era. Yeah. By writing this play, her voices get heard by so many people. Let's come back to the play. Do you think that you get to know each of the characters through Lorraine's writing? Absolutely. Mom is portrayed as a strong, nurturing, and protective mother who values family above all other things, but she can sometimes be stubborn as well. She doesn't like to change. Walter Lee Younger, the son, is portrayed as a struggling, ambitious, and determined man who is willing to do anything to provide for his family. He overcomes the obstacles that are preventing him from pursuing his goals, but at the same time, he is also shown to be flawed, impulsive, and sometimes selfish. I see. It looks like Lorraine did a great job portraying characters so vividly. What about a daughter in this play? Oh, Benita is an independent, intellectual, and ambitious young woman who is determined to make her own path in life. Oh yes, she really wants to pursue her medical education and become a doctor. I applaud her ambitions. Yeah. But sometimes Benita can be idealistic, naive, and insensitive to the struggles of the other people in the house.、Hmm. I like how you described every one of them based on your understanding of this play, which is awesome. From what you shared with me, I get to know each of the characters in *Raisin and the Sun* is complex and multi-dimensional, and they each bring their own unique perspectives and motivations to the story. That's why this play has been loved by so many people. Are there any wonderful quotes in the book that you like to share with us? Certainly, I actually underlined some of the quotes that I liked while reading through the book. Is it okay if I pick one quote from each character? Sure, that's great. Can we start with Mama then? Okay then. Mama once said, "Life is just a party, and parties weren't meant to last." The quote reflects her perspective on life as a temporary and fleeting experience. I agree with Mama in a certain way, though. Mama sees life as a party that is meant to be enjoyed, but she also realizes that no party can last forever. They must come to an end. From the play, I can tell that Mama thinks life is short and that it is important to make the most out of it. Thank you for finding this quote from the book. I like it too. Yeah, let's see. What do you have for Walter Lee Younger, the son? Actually, the one that I picked is extremely simple. He once said, "I am a man." I think he really wants to tell everyone in the family that he wants to succeed, and he wants to provide a better life for the family. I can also smell the frustration from these four simple words too. His aspiring sister has high hopes to make a better life too. Benita said, "I just want a little money in my pocket so I can hold up my head and look the world right in the face." Oh, poor girl! Benita wants to have money in her pockets so that she can feel confident and self-assured, and so that she can face the world with dignity and pride. Yes, 
The quote highlights Benita's ambitious and independent spirit. She really wants to pursue her medical education so she can make her own way in the world, without having to rely on others for money support. That's so true. At the same time, you can tell how frustrated and disappointed she is with the poverty and inequality in her daily life. I really like the quotes you picked from these three main characters. Thank you. Oh, also, do you know that Lorraine Hansberry's life changed dramatically after the success of *A Raisin in the Sun*? She became one of the most prominent African American voices of her generation. Oh yeah, and in addition to her work as a playwright, she was also very active in the civil rights movement. She continued to write and speak out on issues of racial inequality and social justice for the rest of her life. Yes, her work remains an important and powerful part of American culture and literary history. I really hope that more of my friends will be able to read this play. Although the story in this play happened more than seventy years ago, some things are still relevant today. Right, things like family, dreams, poverty, and racial or gender inequality are always the things we really care about. Oh, I forgot to ask you about the title of the play, "A Raisin in the Sun." Why Lauren picked the name for her play? That's a good question. The title comes from Langston Hughes' poem "Harlem." Wherein the questions of what happens to a dream deferred is asked. I'd like to wrap up today's episode with this poem. Hope you will like it too. That's a great idea. Thank you for introducing this poem to us. Also, before the poem, I'd like to thank Annabelle for sharing this book here, and also thanks to our friends who are listening to our podcast. Now, let's hear the poem. Okay. Harlem by Langston Hughes. What happens to a dream deferred? Does it dry up like a raisin in the sun, or fester like a sore and then run? Does it stink like rotten meat, or crust and sugar over like a syrupy sweet? Maybe it just sags like a heavy load, or does it explode? 